I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my creative healing course is filled with hours of exclusive content. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about I always end up in the same relationship. Well, Margaret, many people unconsciously wind up in similar relationships over and, and over, over again. Over again, yes. And, you know, I think there's a lot of different reasons that that happens. For me, one of the big things is that, you know, we're so drawn to people that remind us of our caregivers that we start reenacting that relationship that our parents do. That's exactly right. And that is the biggest reason why we do it. And we're not aware of it until we come along to complicate your day. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Margaret's got an article that you came across, right? Yes, I do. And you like this one? I so. like this one. Um, you will recall that we have oftentimes quoted the Firestones. There's Dr. Robert Firestone, mm -hmm. and there's another Firestone. I don't Lisa? Know. Lisa Firestone, mm -hmm. and now this is her sister, Tamson Firestone. Oh, okay. okay. And they're all pretty smart, I think. All right, I like their articles, and I always look twice when I see one by one of them. Okay. All right, so she starts out with two examples. Um, that she of wants. why we always end up in the same relationship? Of people lamenting that they always end up in the same relationship. Okay. Okay? Was it an article she had written? Yes, it's an article she had written called, Why Do I Always End Up in the Same Kind of Relationship? Okay. Okay. Um, and she gives two examples of people talking about that. I started out feeling optimistic about this relationship, but then things fell apart like they always do, and the relationship didn't go anywhere, says a woman, okay, lamenting this problem. Says a man, I thought this time was different, but in the end, she was critical and rejecting just like, like my mother. Well, it says X, but it really means mother before the X. Yes, that's exactly I right. Could, I could already hear it coming. Yeah. Uh, she says, so is there a reason for this mysterious phenomenon? Yes, there is. Uh, our choices are not so mysterious and beyond our control. Once we have an understanding of the theory of attachment, and the impact attachment has on us as children and adults. Yep. There are two kinds of attachment research. One studies the attachment patterns between infant and caregiver. Mm -hmm. The other studies the attachment style of partners in romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. They help us understand the attachment pattern we developed in childhood and the attachment style that operates in our romantic relationships today. We already know the attachment styles, secure, anxious, avoidant, and disorganized. So first, let's look at the woman 
who lamented that even when she started out feeling optimistic about a relationship, the relationship never went anywhere. Okay? The woman finally realized that as a child, she developed avoidant attachment patterns mm -hmm. of a as a result of having been neglected, which led to her being inward and self-sufficient. So, as we've often talked about, if you have an avoidant attachment disorder, your needs have really not been met, and so you decide not to have any needs. Yeah. Right? She also recognized that in her romantic relationships, she had the traits of an avoidant style. With these insights, she was able to see that she chose partners who, like herself, were self-contained and emotionally unavailable, thus reenacting the dynamics of her childhood environment. Yeah. Okay? She should look for a partner who is outgoing and expressive, which of course would scare the heck out of her. All right? She's used to people who are with withdrawn like she is. Sure. This would feel unfamiliar and make her uncomfortable at first. Yep. But if she challenged herself to sweat through this readjustment period, she would adapt to emotional intimacy and develop a more secure attachment style. Agreed. Okay, so the first step would be to look at who's the kind of person you always attract. Uh-huh. And go for something different this time. Not the familiar. All right. Now, let's take the man. Okay. He wanted a loving partner, but always ended up with someone who was critical and rejecting. Mm. He recognized that he developed anxious attachment patterns as a child. His mother was, and I'm sure you could say it, inconsistent, at times being caring and nurturing, but mostly critical and punishing. Wow. Okay. This left him confused and desperate toward his mother because, of course, he got affection sometimes and he wanted more, and when he didn't get it, he got desperate. He also became aware that in his romantic relationships, he had an anxious attachment style. He understood how he had subconsciously been recreating the relationship dynamic with his mother by choosing women who were aloof and critical of him which then made him insecure and desperate again toward these women. Okay? He then made a different choice and dated a woman who was kind and sweet. But he didn't find her as exciting as his usual girlfriends, yeah. who he had to chase. Okay? Yeah. All right. The lack of criticism on her part and the absence of desperation on his part made the relationship seem boring to him. It's, isn't it interesting how that happens? Isn't it? It reminds me of what Harville Hendricks says. Yeah. I only want what I need from someone that can't give it to, to me. me. Yeah. Um, but over time, he became, a cut, became accustomed to being treated with love and respect. And he developed a new, more secure style of attachment in romantic relationships. Now, I want to share an experience with you. Uh, when I worked, when I was first in Florida, I had a job at the adult clinic in Winter Haven. And I did a, a group with a woman I had never heard of or met before because there was some kind of a federal grant in the community. And some genius decided that we could do this group together. 
As it turned out, she was a delight, and I liked her very much. And I'll give her a plug. Her name is Carol Parker, mm -hmm. and she's a practice, practicing therapy in Tampa, Florida. Mm -hmm. But anyway, she understood this better than I did at the time. And we were doing a group for women who had a history of substance abuse and childhood trauma. So can you imagine how much trouble they could get into? A lot. Okay? So during one of the groups, um, one of our women... Um, talked about finding a guy that she considered terribly boring mm -hmm. and said Carol Parker immediately if he's terribly boring he's exactly who you want so go have some boring cups of coffee with him okay but if you come across somebody who you're instantly attracted to run like hell in the other direction because he represents something from your family of origin Yeah. okay so that's the first time I ever heard this um, this woman was a riot to work with, and another time a woman talked about going to visit her boyfriend for the weekend, but he had done something the week before that made her furious, and she was not inclined to have sex with him that weekend. And Carol said to her, I'm sure he left Monday morning not understanding why he didn't get his pants fixed. So I was always glad I worked with her. She was interminably amusing, okay? So if someone is, if you've lived a wild life or, or a difficult life and you feel that instant attraction to somebody, be careful because it's often a reflection of your family, which you really don't want to repeat. So boring initially in relationships is good. For me personally, this is just my personal right. opinion, yeah. I feel like this is a bigger issue for women than guys. You think? In other words, I find that women are very bored by these guys that are too caring more than the men complaining about it. Okay. That's just what I've seen. Okay. That... Well, I've seen it on both sides. I've seen it on both sides. Yeah. I think people tend to express it a little bit differently, but... I, I think I just hear women more verbal about it. Like, oh, these guys are so boring. Yep. Um, he's nice. He's terribly boring. He's vanilla. He's bland. Perfect. He's not exciting He's perfect. All. Yeah, exactly. So if he's boring, at least have coffee with him. That's the rule. And I've had... There, it stands out to me because I've literally had this conversation with several women yep. recently yep. where I'm like, well, you can go for those crazy, exciting guys, but they're going to continue to act like those men did. Or you can find a guy that, you know, he feels a little bit uncomfortable and boring, but he'll treat you better. you got to think about which it is that you prefer. But anyway, this guy, over time, became accustomed to being treated with love and respect, and he developed a new, more secure style of attachment in romantic relationships. Yes. So pay attention to how you feel. If you're bored, it can be a warning. Um, I mean, if you're wildly attracted, it can be a warning. If it's, if it's boring? If it's boring, at it, least look twice. Yeah, don't write them off too quick. Yeah, I've had, I think women are just more vocal about that complaint I think that's probably me. true. Yeah. Um, all right. So this may seem like a lot of information to process, but it holds the key to unlocking the answers as to why we keep repeating the same destructive relationship mm -hmm. patterns, regardless of our best intentions. When we understand our childhood attachment patterns and our adult attachment styles, 
We can interrupt our programming by taking actions, such as making new and healthier choices of relationship partners. And it's very scary and unsettling if you try that. But here are two examples where it worked. You know? You might as well give it a shot and see Absolutely. if it leads to something healthier for you. Absolutely. Um, these actions will actually weaken the brain's old memory traces and lay down and strengthen new ones. Interesting. I thought so too. Um, we will gradually change our attachment style and develop satisfying romantic relationships based in a new, more secure style of attachment. And that's the second article today that has told us that. Mm -hmm. um, the other one was the one about the lady who had such a terrible growing up. And we're reminded in that one too that solid relationships can help um, improve how damaged we were yep. as kids. So that's the good news. Okay, that's some good stuff right there. Thank you. I'm glad uh, you liked it. Give Margaret a thumbs up for her research. And of course, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret, of course, is available for Skype coaching. Yes, if you think I can be helpful to you, please sign up. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.